Hello and welcome to the Living Diary Podcast. The Living Diary Podcast is a podcast where we read my diary style entries about experiences, life lessons, self-improvement, and just about anything having to do with growth. After we read the entry, we expand upon it, taking its lessons and giving commentary. I'm your podcast host, Baina, and I can't wait to get into today's into today's entry. Today's entry, entry number four, is called When You Care Too Much. Let's get to reading. So it begins, it reads, Dear Living Diary, Yesterday I found, my, I found myself unusually sensitive towards what was going on with me academically. I was actually torn, and I didn't write this, but I actually was torn and like really sad yesterday. And I think the reason why I cared too much about this uh, academic thing, and I'll explain what happened, by the way. But I think the reason why I cared too much about it, it was because I was hyper-focusing on it. I noticed that I am obsessing over my academics and and school, and I think I need to broaden my horizon and realize there is more to life than grades and schools. Sure, I work hard, but me working hard shouldn't, shouldn't define my sense of self. Let me continue trying my best, along with doing what is in my nature. Let me realize life is bigger than school and work. Let me also continue to validate myself and to grow. So that was my entry for today. Let's talk about it. So um, so I mentioned in the beginning of the entry that I found myself unusually sensitive with something going on with me academically. So the thing is, the thing that happened was very small. It was it wasn't that big of a deal. And what happened is like for me, when it comes to school, I've always been super hype, um, super attentive towards school, making sure that I get everything done, the deadlines, and I make sure not to miss anything. I make sure to give my best towards work because um, you know, um I think I had like an academic validation type of overachiever type of persona. I've always been a part of that community like the academic like dark academia community light academia community and just about overachievers well you know ivy league schools um like i've always been obsessed with that sort of thing and one of the things that they say within the kids that are part of that community or the people that are part of that community even now that i'm older because um I'm not sure if you know this, but it took me six years to graduate high school and two years to finally settle into a community college. And most of the things that happened weren't inside my hands. I was trying the whole time. But, you know, um, so all that time, really, I was really focused on my education. And I think that had something to do with that being the only thing I could focus on at that time. But, you know, um, anyway, so within these communities, they kind of make you feel they kind of make school their whole life, which is fine if that works for you. But for me, it was kind of I I went a bit obsessive over it. So um, my grades m- would make me or break me. I remember being in exams um, for math and absolutely bawling my eyes out, um, crying, trying to get stuff done. I had extreme test anxiety. So I really work really, really hard. And I've always have worked really, really hard for my academics and academic validation. What that did for me was say that I'm smart enough to get go to where I need to go to. Right. 
So for me, that was at the time I was really into Harvard and like uh, Brown, UCLA, USC. You know, those are the places I was obsessed with when I was younger, and they all have really small acceptance rates. So every time I got an A, I was like, okay, I'm smart enough. But it shouldn't be that way. <laughs> it shouldn't be that way. And uh, I guess I kind of had some remnants of it because I did grow up a bit. Not grow up a bit, but I did mature a bit in that area. Um, uh, I did mature a bit, but I guess I still had some remnants of it um, as per yesterday. So what happened was, okay, I, in my whole uh, college career, so I, I graduate in a year. So I've been here for a minute, right? In my whole college career so far, community college anyway, I have only missed about one assignment, I think, before this. And that freaked me out. I was scared. So I freaked out. And then I messaged my professor saying that, hey, uh, I missed an assignment by day. I was kind of um, wrapped up in something. And he gave me a chance and he allowed me to send that in. So thank God for him Uh, and um, bless him, really. But um, that was one and I freaked out, right? So for this class that I have, um, I missed an entire week's worth of work. Why? Because I am traveling at the moment. It was a 16-hour flight, super jet lagged. I don't know what day it is today. I don't know what day it is right now. I don't even know what time it is right now, right? I'm completely out of it. So turns out with the time zone change, I had missed the day and I completely miscalculated and I missed a whole week worth of work. And that freaked me out, obviously. So I message my professor, I get go to the office hours. And then I guess um, what happened was like, he was really gracious about it. Um, he didn't like give me, I was asking for full credit or for extra credit because still to this day, I do want to transfer to a good school. Obviously that's always been the plan. Um, but what I want, the scholarships that I want required, require to have a pretty high GPA. So I really don't mess around with my grades. Right. So, um, he mentioned that he wasn't going to give me my grades, but if I, if I am consistent and I don't do that again, it won't hurt. So that was really good. But at the same time, he said something that triggered me that honestly shouldn't have been triggering. And that was like, he was saying that, you know, you should, he said something along the lines of uh, basically paraphrasing. He was like, it's better you learn how to treat deadlines or like get used to deadlines now. Because you can have excuses here and you won't be able to have excuses the other way. Anyway, it could have been a lot nicer what I paraphrase. And maybe my, my anxiety is warping with my understanding a bit. But that's pretty much how I took it. And um, it might not be at all what he was saying. But, you know, this is an area of sensitivity to me. So then I was found myself, as soon as he said that, I felt like the first thing I wanted to do is prove myself prove my worth. That's what the first thing I was thinking about doing, proving my worth. And then after a minute, I was like, why do I want to speed do everything? Why do I want to prove prove myself, go to all the office hours when I don't need to, by the way. I don't need to do that. 
but I want to go to all office hours, make sure that I get everything done uh, super ultra, ultra in time. And then I was like, it's because I'm still placing my worth in this, in the academic, academically, right? Because I was like, oh my goodness, he doesn't know that this is my, this is the first week of this class. And he doesn't, my professor doesn't know that I'm, I'm the person who always does my deadlines and he doesn't know that I'm smart and he doesn't know that I'm worth it. He doesn't know that like, I'm actually a very good student. He doesn't know that. So I have to prove to myself and convince him that I'm a good student so he can know. But in actuality, I was just trying to, I think that was a bit much, uh, I think that was like more of external validation, right? Like I wanted him to, my professor to know that I was a good student and I was distraught and crying because I'm like, he doesn't know that I'm a good, a good student. And it was kind of like, I felt like because I wasn't academically um, validated, then that, that meant I wasn't smart enough to get into the schools I wanted to the bottom line. And then I was like, I was really, and the, the, the things I was telling myself, because usually when my brain goes left field, because, you know, anxiety, right? So usually when my brain goes a bit left, um, nothing wrong with the left, it's just a figure of speech, by the way. But when my brain gets like that, usually what I say is this. I am smart. I do have what it takes. This does not define me. And I know this might sound like a very small thing, because it is a little small thing. Uh, or can be, but for some reason, I mean, no, I know the reason, the reasons that I mentioned, it were completely blew out of proportion, and um, according, my anxiety ran with it, basically, and I was thinking, like, like, I am smart enough, and I don't need to do all these other things to prove it to him, you know, I was thinking that, so, when that happened, I was like, why am I, why am I caring this much about what my professor is saying? Why am I caring this much about the grades? Because I'm freaking out over my grades. I've been freaking out and I've been getting stress aches and stuff because, um, you know, um, because I really want to make sure my grades are good and I don't want any obstacles in it. And there's obstacles and I want to crush those obstacles, but some of them you just have to deal with, right? So I you know, you know, I can get like, I can talk about it for hours, but yeah, I get like, academically, I get anxious because I want to go where I want to. And I'm afraid that it won't, it won't happen because I'm not getting validated here or this grade is not matching or this is not above, this is not the GPA I want. And um, yeah, it kind of, yeah, so I have that problem. Or I don't have the problem, let me not claim it, claim it. I'm starting to make that problem disappear. But then I realized, like, I'm really obsessing over this. And this happens a lot when I, when I don't have anything else to do. <laughs> so let me explain that. Okay, so I'm caring too much about this, right? I'm caring too much about my grades. It's because I'm hyper-focusing on my grades, like I said in my entry. I am hyper focusing on it. This is I'm making my academics and my school my whole world at the moment. It's because like it's the only thing in front of me at the moment. So I'm hyper focusing on it and I have my goals that I want. 
And yeah, I'm, I'm just hyper focusing on it. But I realized from other sides, other things in my life that once I broaden my view and I see beyond it, then I still put forth the same effort and I still work very hard, but I'm not anxious about it. It doesn't matter at much, matter as much. So another, like to give another example to make this a bit clearer, what I'm just saying is that when I first started my medium, right, my writing articles on medium, when I first started writing on there, I was obsessed with like the followers. I was obsessed with the um the metrics i was obsessed with people reading it i was obsessed 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 hyper focused on it and i was obsessed with it and i was hyper focusing on it so because i was hyper focusing on it i was anxious i was trying to write as many articles as i could i was trying to get into publications i was trying to learn marketing about it and obsessively and i was trying to cuz i was making that like my life at the moment but then um something happened I don't remember what it was but something happened weird with the algorithm I think and I realized that uh no that's not what happened so basically what happened is that I naturally had to deal with other things and I I started um when I realized I wanted to do a podcast and I started doing like research for it. So then like automatically and kind of naturally I started moving away from hyper focusing on it, but I noticed I'm still writing on there. I'm still trying my best. Um, and because I was less hyper focused on it, I was a whole lot less anxious over it. And I also wasn't using it to validate myself. Um, it was coming from within, like I'm writing what I want to write. I'm not going to start over focusing on trending topics and stuff like that I'm writing what I want and that only came out of stop stopping myself from hyper focusing on it and that like I said wasn't wasn't intentional so I notice also when I'm in a bad mood and I'm hyper focusing on that bad mood because that's all I feel at the moment I can really get into my head but the second I do something else to broaden my horizon so in that case is usually going outside or doing something more than my emotions are watching something or not really distracting it, but processing it and, you know, shifting my attention to something positive, then it usually goes away and the anxiety also goes away. And so that's what I'm planning to do for school because right now I'm hyper-focusing on it a hundred percent. I'm focusing on it too much. So what I want to do is, or what I am doing at the moment, is I am getting out of my head a bit, getting out of that space, because once the little things get to you too much, that means you're focusing on it too much. Usually, you're hyper-focusing on it. If if it's affecting the way you feel negatively to that extent that it did, like I was like crying for like, what, an hour? <laughs> I was crying for like an hour and then I was like uh, like watching going through my motivation folder and all that which is valid and when you do hyper focus on it and you do feel anxious on whatever you feel right um or whatever you're caring a bit too much about um then it's not really your fault 
it's not really your fault and you shouldn't beat yourself up uh, up for it and it's not something i'm beating myself up for it's just um i just allowed myself to feel it i felt what was the primary the primary thing i felt was shame that i missed it the missed the deadlines um embarrassed because it was in front of other people in the office hours that i'm here and i'm here going out of my comfort zone asking for full grade or extra credit and um i got embarrassed obviously i was getting embarrassed and i felt shame and i felt guilt because i'm like i should have done it and i shouldn't have uh been jet lagged <laughs> i don't know i was i was just like you know i was just putting all the blame on me and um i worked really hard got everything done in a day i did a week's worth of work in a day uh, made sure to get all that done and um but I allowed myself to feel what I felt. I wasn't going to blame myself for feeling any of those emotions, those natural emotions that we all feel. And um, then I thought, okay, so I processed the emotion. I feel shame because of this and that. I feel like I'm that um, I'm trying to make sure that I was kind of leaning into old external validation um, things. And what external validation means is looking for other things or other people to make you feel worthy instead of yourself so I felt like because I want because I used to want people to think I was smart so that made me feel secure in a way like okay if they think I'm smart then I probably am smart which means I can go where I want to and do what I want to do but that's not true I'm I I know I'm smart and I know that I have a lot to offer and I'm also human and I make mistakes so that's fine but never shame yourself for the feelings that you're feeling um there are enough people that are trying to do that for you so you don't have to do it for yourself and you don't have to listen to the people that are trying to do it for you anyway and um after I processed my emotions validated my own emotions and tried to replace those emotions with positive affirmations and positive truths I am a good student I am well-rounded and instead of being obsessed with a university wanting me or choosing me let me choose my university let me see if that's a good fit for me anyway and kind of flipping the tables a bit um and not being obsessed over that because at the end of the day at the end of the day like I said here in my uh, living diary is that did I say that did I where's the where is the formula i said something about a formula but it's not here uh yeah sure just let me continue to try my best along with this uh, along with this with doing this is in my nature let me realize that oh i didn't oh oh yeah so basically i forgot to write this oh no 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 it was on the second page okay so the end of the entry is is what i'm going to mention here because i didn't see it because i wrote it down and i didn't turn the page and what it's what this is saying here is what i was saying to myself to replace those negative emotions that i was feeling and i already processed and validated and that was we have what it takes to get there we stay consistent and we do the best we can this along with prayer is the formula i no longer have to worry that's something i was repeating to myself in other words and paraphrasing and uh, it quotes 
trying to put into my system through watching videos or prayer or praying. These are the things I was saying. In essence, this is what I was saying to myself. We take, we have what it takes to get there. You and me, we have what it takes to get to wherever we want to go. We stay consistent and we do try our best. This along with prayer is the formula I no longer have to worry. So what this means, if we want to get specific, is like, we, because look, if you're if you're listening to this podcast and you're enjoying this podcast, means that you love you like self improvement, right? You want to live a full life. You want to go for what you want to go for, and you wanting that and taking action towards that automates auto automatically shows you you have what it takes because there's some people who dream, dream, and dream but never take any action, and people and then there are people who are taking a bunch of action but don't know what where they want to go, so they're kind of just going here and there. But you have both. And if you have one or the other, you can always develop the bo- both of them. And then from there, have what it takes. So everyone has what it takes, really. It's just a matter of steps. Some people are at step one. Some people are step two. Some step three. We all have what it takes. If we are willing to take action and face our fears and go for what we want, we have what it takes to get there. Wherever there, whatever there is. <laughs> whatever quotation there, end quote, is. Okay. So um, also, we stay consistent and we do the best we can. Because honestly, are we really not trying our best? We are trying the best we can. We are. Even when we're burnt out, we try to go for what we want, right? Even when we're burnt out, we have to force ourselves not to work sometimes. We have to force ourselves to rest sometimes. So you are consistent. And you're consistent and you can't imagine not going for what you want. You can't imagine giving up. You can't, it's not even fathomable to you. Sure, you talk about it and you whine about it like me. Oh my God, I want to give up. But you actually aren't going to give up. Because what are you going to do if you give up? You don't even know what you're going to do when you give up. So, halas. Halas means um, finished, by the way. That's Arabic. I speak Arabic. But anyway, so you might hear me say Arabic words. If I don't remember to translate it, uh, I apologize. <laughs> anyway, so khalasna, we are finished. We know um, we are, we're having it, right? We have what it takes. We're staying consistent. We're doing the best we can. And this along with prayer is the formula. And when I, what that means is that there's some, um, I mean, for other people, like there's some people that are more spiritual, so they're like, they just say what they're going to do and they write it down and then they go for it and they don't question it. Um, that's for the more spiritual people. But, you know, if you're more religious and you make a prayer, like for me, I, I say, I said, God, please uh, allow me to, because usually with prayer, it's, under, it's understood that God answers your prayers. So you don't have to worry anymore, pretty much. So it's guaranteed to happen. Um, so for me, or one way or another, another, so either it's going to happen or something better is going to happen. Usually, um, if God wills. So, um, so for me, I just pray. I say, God, I want to go here. I want to go to this school. I want this to happen. I want to be good. I want to make sure I'm going for what I'm going for and all that. Right. I want God, please help people to see my worth not to validate me but to um not to validate me but for me to go not oh goodness gracious (laughs) 
oh my goodness but not to validate me but just to um I forgot because my my mom walked in and then I got scared (laughs) anyway um not to validate me but to but to give me opportunities pretty much not to um not for an external validation reason that's not the reason why I'm asking God for other people to see my worth I'm just asking that so I can get to where I want basically and for people to recognize that and give me opportunities and also um, collaborate or help each other out whatever that is um you know so it's it's also nice but uh, that's the reason why but once you say that if you believe in like the religious thing and that god answers your prayers then you just say it and then you work towards it and you don't no longer have to worry about it so and that was the last line i no longer have to worry because i'm trying my best and i know that i'm capable and so that's that that was the end of the entry i because uh, it what happened was it was on the second page and i forgot to turn it anyway so Yes. So like hyper-focusing, right? So we need to fill all our lives up with other things like fun, family, trips. I distracted myself. I didn't really distract myself when I'm broadening, broadening my horizons. So like doing this social media thing, doing my businesses and all that, doing this podcast, this is a way for me to diversify my life. Because again, once you're hyper-focusing on a person or you're hyper-focusing on something it's going to have a lot of power over over you. It's kind of like, because I'm the queen of unlikely analogies, hyper-focusing on one thing, it's kind of like investing in one individual stock. (laughs) I know that doesn't make a lot of sense right now. But if you invest all your money into a a stock, this is not financial advice, by the way, at all. So anyway, if you invest entire in your entire um, savings, every single penny or dime that you have into one individual stock, and then that stock goes bad, you are going to feel it. You're going to freak out because you just lost your whole savings because it's gone bad and now you don't have any investment and you, and you, and what's worth is what's worse is that you didn't, you didn't even choose a stock that paid dividends. So now you're stuck with this, uh, this terrible stock and you're not getting anything of it. You invested all your life savings into it and now it has run down and, and now the company is filing for bankruptcy. So that's kind of like, what you, what your focus is doing for your life, right? So when you're focusing, like with me in school, if you focus on, if when your school or your work or whatever that you're hyper-focusing on for me at, the, at this time, it used to be school. I was hyper-focusing on school. So when something happens that makes me sensitive, I'm going to be a whole lot more responsive to it than another person who has a lot more in their lives. So like, for example, the stock market, let's go back to that example. So let's say instead of inv- investing into an individual stock, you invested into a bunch of ETFs, mutual funds, you invested in 
the whole like the S&P 500, I don't know, you invested into a lot of things. And not only did you invest in stocks and um, individual ones, dividends, um, ETFs and mutual funds, you also invested in real estate and you also invested in your business and you also invested in in um let's see what else can you invest in um um startups in other people's businesses you also um started consulting you also work a full-time job or part-time job so you have a lot more money a lot more avenues of money coming in right a lot more you have a you have diversified your portfolio you have a really impressive portfolio with a bunch of different avenues of money coming right so if that individual one of that individual stock goes south you have all these other things you invested in so even though it hurts it hurts it's not going to hurt you that much it's not going to affect you that much because you diversified your life and even though that might go that that might be going south the other things might be going great right so when it comes to your life, again, like my example with school, I'm having this podcast, I'm having this, uh, my newsletter, I'm having that. And I honestly, honestly, I need more things to do. Honestly, not gonna lie. I could be diversifying my life a bit more. Um, what else can I do? Should I diversify? I need to have fun. I need to put fun into the equation, not just work and businesses. This is fun for me. So I'm, I'm on the way. But I need stuff that's also purely fun. I need friends. I need I need to get wheels because I don't have my license yet. <laughs> After I get my license, yo, I'm out of here. So anyway, get my license, get my uh, set of wheels, uh, roll all over town, um, probably pick up a hobby. I've been meaning to start a sport because sports, I feel like sports are important. It keeps your body in shape and it gets rid of my, uh, it, it feeds a healthy competitive spirit um and it's fun so i'm trying to get into a sport i'm trying to do all this i'm trying to diversify my life because when you're hyper focused something on something like this it kind of controls you a bit it really controls you because then your mood is going to be like how's my grades and then that that feeling is now controlling you and defining your worth so you need to diversify that and once you diversify your life and focus on internal validation, which means that your worth is coming from yourself, you know you're worthy and you operate that way, then there won't be a, much of a problem. Um, I mean, there's still, like I said um, before in the last episode, life is full of up and, ups and downs for everyone, no matter what you do, right? But... But diversifying your life is, and and also not, I mean, there's some people that stretch themselves too thin, but you're a smart cookie. You know the difference and you know what to do and you know the, how to be balanced. I don't even have to tell you because you're a smart cookie and you know that. But um, when you're um, doing your, goodness me, <laughs> goodness me, I forgot what I was going on about. Oh, Lord, this is going to annoy a lot of people. <laughs> oh, my God. Let's see. Let's go back memory line. I said internal validation. Internal validation. 
Let me try to summon up my thoughts. Internal validation. Hmm. What can I do? Well, listen to me scratching the mic while I think. <laughs> um. <laughs> the heck? Uh, um. That was a really good flow, man. And I can't go back because I'm. You want some tapping? Scratch, scratch, scratch. <laughs> no, my brain is blanked. But you get what I was trying to say. Yeah, you're a smart cookie. That's what I was trying to say. You know how to balance your life. And um, yeah, 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 that's what I was talking about. So balancing your life, right, and in having internal validation, that will really counter that, those really big mood swings and being too sensitive towards other things. But it's not going to eliminate it. It's just going to help you because, like I said, every everything has highs and lows. And everybody's life has highs and lows. But the frequency of which those highs and lows happen and how deep those highs are, how deep those lows are, and how um, high those highs are, and also the how you savor the highs and, and you know, get dig out of the trench cripper, cre- quicker is depending all you can modify that it's going to happen whatever but you can also you can also customize it or you can work towards it or you can manipulate how like intense those highs and lows are and how long they last and or how to um write those lows better until you know tides high again so yeah so um yeah i'm trying to diversify my life as i said a million times in this podcast episode but I'm really trying that, to do that because I, I, I really I trust myself and I trust that my prayers are answered. My prayers will be answered because you know I believe in God and I like praying to Him, and um, I believe that when I pray to Him, He answers it. So I I don't need to worry really. We have what it takes to get there. We stay consistent and do the best we can. This along with prayer is a formula I no longer have to worry. So I'm not going to worry. I I don't slack. I'm not a passive person. I go after what I want. Why wouldn't I get into the school that I wanted to? I want to. That's. I think that's also something that can quell your anxiety towards certain things or your dreams and getting them. Why wouldn't you get it? I mean, look at the actions, the actions that you take. Look at how, how, how hard you're trying. Look at how consistent you are. Look at how much you are. Uh, look at how many times that you got up after falling down. Look at how hard you're trying. You're doing so much better than what you think. Why wouldn't you? It's just a matter of time. So that's what I'm trying to adopt for myself. And um, how long have I been talking? I'm just curious. Huh. Wow, I'm professional. <laughs> 35 minutes. I'm a professional podcaster, by the way. And yes, I'm always looking for things to add to my life, like going back to the topic, right? I'm always looking for things to add to my life to make it more fulfilling and more fruitful because I want to make sure I'm living it, right? This is what this whole diary is about, dear living diary. It's about life and living it. So I want to make sure that I'm doing that. And that's the reason why I started this podcast is to share that and to, um, you know, and to really make sure that I'm living it. 
So um, I think we'll wrap it up here because, um, well, was there was going to say anything? Oh, yeah, no, that's it. So um, that's it for today. And this is the fourth entry. And um, we have what it takes. You don't have to worry anymore. You don't have to worry. Why wouldn't you get what you want, right? Why wouldn't I get what we want, get what I want? Because we're really working hard towards this and we do have what it takes. And we've proven it through our actions and our resilience. So we stay consistent. We do the best we can. We're going to get there. If God wills it. And if we don't get there, we'll only get some, we will only get a better dream or we only get a better manifestation of what we're trying to do. Okay. So we don't need to worry. We are going to broaden our horizon. We're going to make sure to live our lives. We're going to make sure to fill our lives up with multiple different things and making sure that we have internal validation and that we are going after what we want still and not giving up, which is not even our, in our vocabulary, obviously, especially if you're listening to this. <laughs> so um, it's only a matter of time. Okay. I'm saying this to you and I'm saying this to me. So, yeah. Um, this was the living diary and this was entry number four if you want to read more of me you can always head to um at baina shaw it's okay if you can't spell it <laughs> oh i just realized it but it's okay if you can't spell it i'll show up um at baina shaw um under medium and also you can head to my Substack if you want to chat about what we talked about in this podcast which is um um the the name is the comfort the cozy comfort.substack.com you can head over to the chat function to do that you can subscribe subscribe if you want and if you want to treat yourself to some self-care you can always head to bainashaw.gumroad.com again it's okay if you can't spell my name <laughs> it's okay it'll show up so yes um yeah this was the entry number four of The Living Diary. Thank you so much for listening. And I, ho- I can't wait to see you next episode. Or, yeah. <laughs> that was the outro that we decided upon. So, yes. Thank you so much for listening. Can't wait to see you in the next episode. Salute.